Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks. Again, we're honored, privileged, all the good stuff to be able to cross your airwaves, come into you folks and share uh, this time with you and this broadcast. And with me, as always, is my friend, Stephanie Wesco. Good morning, Stephanie. How's things going? Good morning, Doug. How are things going? It's getting chilly here, so I'm thankful for jackets. And it's also sunny, though. You know, I can take cold if the sun is shining. It makes the cold, it makes it easier to handle, so. <laughs> Amen. Amen. We want to remind you guys of something. We just want to tell you again. On October 29th, we're going to put a podcast out there. It's actually going to be a little different. It's going to be kind of cool. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and introduce it. It's going to be Stephanie's uh, uh, husband, uh, who's in heaven now, who the missionary martyr of our generation, uh, Charles Wesco, preaching. Um, you don't want to miss it. We're going to put that out there and share that with you the day before uh, the three-year anniversary of his martyrdom. So it might be a little longer, but you'll have Friday and Saturday to listen to it. We'd love it if you'd share it. And uh, just him talking about eternity. Now, I, I like that, Stephanie. Kind of my introduction to Charles are two or three sermons uh, that I've found on sermon audio or I've found on the internet and stuff. So I think it's pretty cool to hear him preach, and I'm pretty excited about letting our folks hear that, and they'll understand how you ended up here with this crazy dude, and uh, all those all those things came together. So I'm looking forward to it. I know that uh, uh, that times are getting hard for you, that as you go through October every day, you have something in history from three years ago. Yeah, yeah. So we arrived in Cameroon today. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so today uh, we're recording this particular podcast on October 18th. So uh, they were they arrived in Cameroon, so they're just all the excitement moving in, your family. I mean, and when they arrived to Cameroon, you just don't arrive in Cameroon. You arrive with eight kids, a nanny, um, husband and wife, too much luggage to put anywhere. They're, I'm sure there were vans involved and buses and all kinds of things. A big bus, yep, that was piled, you know, because in, in Africa, you just go up. Yeah. You know, don't get a bigger bus. You just stack up and yeah. strap it down. So They call their trucks Montutus is what they is what they <laughs> in, call them in, in Kenya. Yeah. A Montutu yeah. or something like that. <laughs> it was the craziest thing ever. I drove in to get some medical care, and I had 22 people in on top of a Toyota truck, uh, a little Toyota pickup truck. It was the craziest thing I've ever been through. But uh, So all that's going to be covered in these next uh, – uh, next few days, we'll probably say something a little bit about what they were doing on this particular day. So, uh, maybe tomorrow we'll talk about what they were doing actually on the 13th of October. I know, I know you're listening to these actually one week later than we're recording it. We're, we're being good. Usually we've been putting stuff out there recently <laughs> with just a couple days to spare. So we're doing good right now. Uh, we're actually a week ahead, a week and a day ahead of, of where we're going, uh, with these podcasts. But, uh, 
All right, Stephanie. Well, you know we have the Norton knuckleheaded moment brought on to us by Sister Norton, who was a long-term awesome missionary uh, down in South America, um, in North America, in Mexico, you know, what we sometimes refer to as Central America. Now she's a pastor's wife out there in Arkansas, but just a great attitude and uh, loved our knucklehead thing. So today is your turn, Stephanie. So uh, for the Norton knuckleheaded moment, and we do this for two reasons. We want to remind people why we do this. We, we don't always just want to put something out there. We want to remind you of why. Uh, so the why here is, number one, we want to show you what a knucklehead looks like. Number two, so you won't be one. So with that in mind, Stephanie, uh, uh, you might be a knucklehead if. Well, Doug, I just want to say, from my perspective, the knuckleheaded moment adds humor, which is very much needed. We need humor. That's right. Um, because, because quite honestly, if I live in the negative realm, um, I'll go into panic attacks and want to kill myself. That's just the blunt, honest truth. That's some pretty negative <laughs> juju coming out this morning. I'm going to be honest with you so, folks, you know, so, so a merry heart doing good, like a medicine. So, so there's a third reason now too, is so <laughs> that those of you out there who are all depressed and freaking out and stuff won't do it. And, yeah. uh, uh, and I do believe I do, I do honestly, you know, I, I just told somebody, um, that was asking me, you know, why, why, why did Doug, change your life so much. Someone who was asking me, you know, some questions I hadn't been asked in a while. And they said, what, what was one of the things that made you look at him as different than other people? And I said, well, he made our family laugh again. And they were like, wow, we had never thought of that perspective before, but it's true. So that's one of the reasons you got to have this segment, man. We got to have the knucklehead. Yeah. (laughs) So, but this is a serious one today. You might be a knucklehead. You know, I have a, one of my kids was working on their Bible class when I left the house this morning and they were in Proverbs going through that list of these six things doth the Lord hate. Yea, seven are an abomination to him. And when, when you hear that list read by your daughter out loud and a face pops into your head with blinking lights and bells ringing and alarms going off, that person is a knucklehead. There is not a might about it. If you fill the list of pride, arrogancy, evil way, forward mouth, sowing discord, all that junk, you're a knucklehead. You know, folks, I want it to be said right here, right now, right up front. You know, if a list that God gives about things you don't do or shouldn't be doing is part of your life, you're stop it. Cut it out, man. That's stupid. It's it's foolish. That's why we're in Proverbs. We're trying yeah. to help you folks to be all proverbed up, to gain this wisdom, man. The opposite of wisdom is foolishness. And, you know, I know we can say that over and over again, but just a little bit of foolishness is foolish. Uh, it's just like, you know what it's like, Stephanie? It's like being pregnant. You can't be a little pregnant. You're either pregnant or you're not. You know what that's I mean? Right. And you've been there. And that's, oh, yeah, that's, that's, Yeah. You know, and we're in, I, I should say this too, because I thought of it last week. October is um, like miscarriage awareness, yeah. um, remembrance month. And um, I have a friend that just had a stillborn. She was 20 oh, weeks along. She so just sorry. lost her baby this last week. And Thinking of you if you're out there listening to us, we're thinking about you. And I sent her, I sent her a new song that, you know, is on the new CD. Um, yeah. We'll Great, play it. It's real long. We're going to play it. We're going to have to stop but, a little bit. We'll play we need, it today. Yeah. But I really think we need to acknowledge that because that's, 
you aren't a little pregnant. That's right. When, and, when a baby is conceived, that mother, yeah. that mother is carrying a life. And if that life dies prior to being born alive, and I don't care the age, that is a death. That is a loss. And it needs, it needs acknowledged. It needs treated as it such. Does. So I just want to throw that out and, there. And you know, God, God devised marriage for a couple of reasons. And right off the top of the list, uh, is for procreation, uh, is to bring children into this world, is to go out and multiply. And, I, and then another reason is, you know, to love each other and to enjoy uh, those things that make you pregnant and things like that and to enjoy <laughs> each I think I think Stephanie's <laughs> losing it a little. It's harder when you look at her and you see her head going down to the table. And all I'm doing is, is preaching the word of God here, man. And... Uh, but we got to remember that these relationships and these privileges are only given to those of us who are married. And, uh, but I just want to say this, if you've lost uh, a baby or a loved one, yes. whatever the case may be, we're so sorry. Yes. And honestly, uh, draw nigh unto God and he'll draw nigh unto you. Get real close to God, hug right up to him. He'll hug you right back and he'll wrap those arms around you a couple times. And, and God alone can, get you through these types of things. And, and, uh, so sorry to hear of your friend who lost her baby at 20 weeks. It's never easy. It's a terrible thing. I always recommend to people have the funeral, yes. uh, go through. I think some people don't have funerals regret that. Uh, just being honest with you, I think. I, and people that aren't allowed to have funerals. Really you know, and if you're a pastor life. and you say something <laughs> stupid, like, well, you never knew the kid anyway, you know, we should cut off a finger better yet. We should cut something else off. Praise God. But listen, that's not right. I was thinking maybe a toe or something. I don't know why she's laughing so hard, but anyway, you know where I'm coming from here this morning. And, uh, I got, every life is precious and every, every life single has value. One. So Stephanie has Period. three kids. We don't believe they hold the names anymore that oh, she gave them. We oh believe Charles God. renamed them because she named one Hosanna peace and, uh, love child or something. No, what was it? No. Rose, Rose, Hosanna, peace and Rose. It's uh, reminds me of names from when people were smoking a lot of pot when I was younger. Uh, but she, she did admit to me that Charles may have changed the name. He wasn't thrilled with the first two names. So he's probably renamed him. Oh, he's given him a nickname or something. You know, uh, I don't if he know. Had, if any of you up there has rubbed off on them, I'm sure they have a nickname. Oh, please. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> especially that Hosanna. I, I don't know, man. I love that name. All right. Yeah, we'll write a song about it. But anyway, we got to get going, man. We've been, we don't even have time to talk about food of the day. We got all hung up on this knucklehead. Hey, listen, tomorrow, tomorrow we'll give you a food book, something cool. We promise. But we got to hop into the book of Proverbs. But it's so important that we share our hearts with you. And I think my heart, uh, you know, when God saved me, he made me a new creation, but he didn't change one thing in me. I had one thing that was good in, in spite of my wickedness. And I've always been pro-life and understanding what a life is. And I thank God for that. And, and folks, I am so sorry. I have no idea what any of you went through, including you, Stephanie. I have no idea. Uh, what it's like to lose a child, but I, I will say to you, God does, and we love you, 
and we're praying for you. Yep. We've got a special song we're going to play for you. So we're going to hop right in right now. So we're in the book of Proverbs, chapter 3. We're starting in verse 27. Listen, our prayers and thoughts are with you all every single day. And uh, withhold not good from them, in verse 27, Stephanie, to whom it is due, when it is in power of thine hand to do it. Say not unto the neighbor, go and come again, and tomorrow I will give. When hast it by thee? Devise not evil against thy neighbor, seeing he dwelleth securely by thee. Strive not with a man without cause, if he hath done thee no harm. Envy thou not the oppressor, and choose none of his ways. For the froward is abomination to the Lord. But his secret is, you know, this is something we've already seen, too. Just for a minute mm-hmm. there, I was kind of paranoid. We were back in two. And... Um, uh, but his secret is with the righteous. The curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked, and he blesseth the habitation of the just. Surely he scorneth the scorners, but he giveth grace unto the lowly. The wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the promotion of fools. Wow, there's so much going on here, Stephanie. And and uh, right away here as we went through the end of uh I think of chapter three here and of where we are. And, you know, it, it jumped right out to me that uh, not to, you know, not to withhold, you know, sometimes I think we withhold good. We withhold lovingness. We withhold different things. And right away it came out. I mean, what, what are you thinking? Do you see that in 27 and 28 talking about our neighbors and, and uh, 29, I mean, still going on. What did you grab out of that? Well, verse 27 to me speaks to God doesn't give us all things richly to enjoy for ourselves. That's right. That we're to be a conduit, that we're to be a channel through which he flows, through which his love flows to others. And I really believe that verse 27 and 28 are hold so much key to the church being revived, to the saints being ministered to, to the lost seeing Jesus in us, you know, if, if we, if we are so stingy and so stuck on ourselves that when God lays doing something for someone else in our hearts, we don't do it because it doesn't, you know, and and Satan will, he will play these mind games that, well, you can't do that. You, that's, that costs too much. That's, that's going to be too much of a sacrifice. My children and I have a home because people were willing yeah. to sacrifice for us. We told you, folks, this is going to be one of those weeks you'll hear some of the things. And what God did is see Stephanie and Charles sold their home and used most of the money to get set up in Cameroon. Twelve days later, Charles was murdered, uh, became a missionary martyr. And God's people, you people, maybe some of you listening today, uh, GoFundMe page, help Stephanie and her family buy that home, get settled, and Thank God for each of you, but don't hold that back from people. I just the other yeah. day, uh, uh, a young man died who had been a uh, graduate from one of the Bible colleges I used to go to all the time in Shelby when I was recruiting missionaries before we went to the PTSD side. And uh, just a young man just died no. in his sleep. No reason for it. Uh, and, you know, a GoFundMe page, just getting to be part of that and anonymously give is a is a pretty big thing and a pretty big deal. And, 
And, yeah. uh, uh, and we should do that. Don't hold that back is what the Bible make says. a difference. You will yeah. make, you will make an eternal difference in a life that you may don't may not ever meet till heaven. Um, but yeah. I've been on, I've been on the receiving end of this yeah. and when you're on the giving end. There is such a joy God gives you to know that you, you encouraged someone else that you made them smile, that perhaps something little that God laid on your heart was not little to them. It changed their life. And so when God lays, I just, I guess I would challenge everyone because this is not, this is inspired. God put this in here on purpose. And I really believe a part of God's wisdom is bearing each other's burdens. A part of who God is, God is selfless. He is the epitome of selflessness. Pay it forward. Yeah. Yes. And so make a difference. You know, where the reason, the reason that, Quite honestly, our government, current government um, administration is such a disaster because they're all selfish. The world's revolved around themselves and their all agendas yeah. versus an administration that was con- concerned about others and so uh, concerned with making a difference in other people's lives. And so I really believe there is so much power in those two verses because if you don't do 27 and 28, you will end up at 29 where you're devising evil. Yeah. Where you're an idle mind, a selfish mind devises evil. And I have met selfish people who, instead of giving to others, their world revolves around them and they become narcissists. Quite honestly, they're, they creep you out. And so your world will be about, about you or about others. And if your world is about others, 27 will, you know, you will not be withholding. You won't be saying to your neighbor, someone who comes, you know, your neighbor's anyone God puts in your path. And if God puts someone in your path that you can make a difference, um, I don't think this can be hammered on too much. I, I remember the beginning of COVID. Yeah. I was at physical therapy still from um, our accident. I was dealing with um, stuff from my neck and issues from Charles being killed and um, was still working through that part of physical therapy. And I was, as I was leaving the hospital, um, my therapist said to me that they had a, and I had seen her, a lady there in the office that was, I mean, she was due. She was due like two weeks later. And I'm talking, this is, this is the day. And I think I called you cause I went into a panic attack. It was the first day of shutdown. Yeah. I remember that. Um, yeah. And I was freaking out. And I was going to the store and, you know, I was going into panic mode of, I'm, you know, <laughs> what what's going to happen. And, um, but the therapist had said to me that this mother was crying that morning because she had gone to the store and couldn't find any newborn diapers. And I don't know what store she had gone to, but it had totally sent this, this full-term pregnant mom, first-time mom, into a panic attack. And I remember the Lord just, I was in Meyer. And I had never even spoken to this lady other than good morning. And the Lord just laid it on my heart so heavy to buy her diapers and wipes if I could find them. And I was at Meyer, And I will never forget. I just was finally like, okay, God, I'm going to do this. I'll drop them off at the hospital. They'll know who she is. I'm just going to obey you and do this. And I walk over to the, to the diaper aisle and I pass the aisle next to the diaper aisle. And that mom was standing there. Wow. The mom from the, you know, this first time mom is standing there just staring at the shelf. And it was just like God just said, 
would you do what I've called you to do? Would you, you know, I, it, this is, it goes along with this birth, like God gave me something to do. And I remember I went and I, I grabbed a big box of pampers and, and a big box of wipes. And I took them over to her and she just started weeping. Mm. And she's like, I am so scared. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm having this baby and this world is such a mess. And, um, and I just, you know, I hugged her and I said, you know what? I said, it's okay. I said, my husband was killed a couple of years ago and I have eight kids and, and I get it. It is scary and whatever. And we just talked and I gave her a tract and bought her those diapers and wipes. And, you know, let me tell you, when I came away from that, there was such a joy. It was diapers and wipes. It wasn't anything of, you know, it wasn't like I spent a thousand dollars on her, but it made a difference in her life. And if God lays something like that on your heart, just do it. You, you have no idea the difference you will make of encouraging someone and giving them hope that they can get through that day. They can get through the next day. And I just, that I think of that scenario when I look at verse 27 and 28, because if I hadn't obeyed, and I'm not saying I've always obeyed that, that prompting, but if I had not obeyed when the Holy Spirit clearly impressed that on me, I would have missed out not only on a blessing, but it would have been a violation. Yeah. Of this and you know what, folks, I think we're going to end right here. We'll, we'll do these other verses here in a minute. Cause I, I want to put on the song that we did and uh, greater in you, but just wrapping up everything Stephanie was just talking about is don't withhold what God tells you to do. She was able to help this lady. And, you know, when you're ready to have a baby, unless you're independently wealthy and saved, I mean, there's hard times, hard things, and you're getting physical therapy with Stephanie and you, you're going through the junk. And what a blessing Stephanie got to be to that lady. And just real quickly, did you ever see her again? I saw her, I think, one more time at physical therapy. I think I asked about her because I just saw her through a window. Yeah. And I asked my therapist, um, and she said, oh, yeah, she had the baby. Everything went well. It was a little girl. And um, I've never, but I know I've never gotten to talk to her again. That wow. was just like a God divine appointment. Yeah. Well, what a blessing. And not to, you know, just do that. Pay it forward, folks. We love you guys. Listen, if we can help you at all, make sure you find us on Helpful Wounded Spirits Facebook page. We'll get back to you as soon as we can. I want to play a song for you, Greater in You. This is a song that. Stephanie and I labored on. I I gave Stephanie some of the most strictest rules with this song. I, I'm like I'm like Stephanie, please, uh, you know, add a uh, add a baby song and a lullaby and things of that nature. So it came out great. She sings it wonderfully, and uh, the music she wrote is on over the top. The words that she fixed is as only a lady who's been through this can do. So listen to this song this morning. It's called Greater in You. And please feel free to share this. Uh, it's on YouTube. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Music, Amazon Music. You can buy the album. Um, and the two albums, Steadfast and Trials, and the second one is uh, God Meant It for Good. So get out there and buy those albums. But here's the song this morning that we want to share with you. Uh, let me go ahead. At this, My computer always moves. I don't know if that's ever happened to you guys, but it always moves whenever I get something set to play a song. It just goes ahead and moves out of the way, and it freaks me out. I should check it again, but what are you going to do? Uh, so the name of the song is called Greater in You. So I want you to listen to this song now. Listen to every word. Eric's going to be talking in just a minute. Please listen to everything he's got to say, and uh, accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Here's Greater in You. 
asked you for a child with hope and joy unspeakable you blessed and made us smile our prayers were answered dreams come true we rejoice Too soon you call.
Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.